0: Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Shelley, And welcome to a new episode of. Of like totally chicks. And like totally dicks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I
1: don't know where the aha
0: uh-huh came from, but I don't know. Channeling your Valley Girl. I don't even think that's Valley Girl. I think Probably not. I not know. just bullshit, really. <laughs> Like How are you everything. Rachel? I'm okay. I'm doing. Got married. I did.
1: Yay! I got married. A romance novel come to life.
0: Hardly. We're very nerdy. Mm-hmm. So, and it not. You, you can have a nerdy romance. I suppose. I suppose. I don't know. Our lives aren't that romantic. Mm-hmm. and it the courtship wasn't romantic there's really nothing romantic oh
1: you guys met at a speed dating convention I know. no so even,
0: nerdy. not a speed dating convention <laughs> Oh yeah. okay Speed dating whatever speed dating at a convention at a convention sorry my bad my bad <laughs> speed da- could you imagine <laughs> a speed dating convention too much choice oh, that would be terrible maybe
1: that's what i need to do a speed dating convention
0: yeah right just mm-hmm. knock him out as fast mm-hmm. as you can. Eventually, you'll find someone good enough. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> right. okay. that's,
1: that's always what I imagined for myself. It's better than good. It's good enough. It's good enough. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was fun. Your wedding was fun.
0: Yes, it was. Thank you. I, I, I don't have anything else <laughs> to say. What do you talk? <laughs> this we're off to a great start here i know right <laughs> uh well how about i ask you what you're drinking i'm drinking um dry cider oh which the one the
1: the georgian hills dry cider oh, okay. so it comes in a bottle yeah i like it it's quite nice it's refreshing yeah. so and i had a really odd day today so yeah just just like really up and down like what so well, I started off, my email wasn't working. My, I have a me account and which is affiliated with iCloud. Mm -hmm. So I had to phone Apple and get them to take care of it. And so I'm sitting there and like the woman's taking over my computer and you know, me, like I'm, I'm not technologically illiterate, but like, you know, there are certain things I don't know, so I don't know what the hell's going on here. And I had this woman, so kudos to Margaret from Texas if she's listening. Thank you very much. So she saw she when she took over my computer, she like saw my photos because my pictures of Lando were up. And she's like, Oh my god, your dog is so cute. So we we're like talking about our dogs, <laughs> like having a good time, <laughs> talking about Texas and how people had asked her if like people are super hicky down there, and like it's really well, actually. It's really, a very pleasant like way to fix your computer. Well, so I spent like good. spent an hour just you know like have kind of half shooting the shit and like half fixing my computer. So yeah. Well that's not yeah. so bad. Oh yeah, it was actually pretty good. So that ended up being all right in the end. Um yeah and then just doing chores around the house because you know that I'm in always in renovation. So just, yeah, just, you know, like going like, I, I wish I had the money to just hire a carpenter to just take care of all this shit because I just don't feel it anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're over this, Reno? I'm so over it. <laughs> shit.
1: You know, and then I ran out of time because then I was told, I thought we had this work um thing, which was like a, a thank you to all the people in the food and beverage industry in the area. So, uh, and it's just like free drinks and and food. So okay. I thought sounds it sounds good. Yeah, I know. I thought it was supposed to be at four though, and Katie's like, it started at two. I was like, uh. Oh man. <laughs> so anyway, so I rushed up there, but I had a good time. So it was like up and down and up and down, like the yeah. whole time. It's just one of those days where you're like, I don't think I got anything done today, but it was busy. i <laughs> <laughs> had days like that. No, yeah, like you I just felt like I like at the like I'm sitting here having my cider and I'm like, I think I just spanned wheels like all day and like did That's all I got. Right. so uh what what I don't so I have to say I read this book like three months ago yeah so I'm gonna be <laughs> a little spotty I'm gonna be asking a lot about what the fuck happened because <laughs> like I remember like we talked about it a little bit before the pod and and I kind of remember and it's coming back to me slowly but there's no way I'm going to be as much into the details as you are that's okay. I don't think
0: I, did I write any notes in this one you did not Oh, okay, that's too bad. I should have. <laughs> so I'm gonna to attempt to I guess synopsize. First, maybe we should tell our listener what we read. Yeah. Good place so to this,
1: start? Yeah, well, this was my pick. And I wanted a uh, fantasy one. And I got this. This was another grocery store find. Yeah, and supermarket, yeah grocery, book club. Yes. supermarket book club. Supermarket book club. Yeah. So and I have to say, like, I didn't hate this book. So that's
0: a good one compared to some of the others. <laughs> Off to a great start. The book is called Eight Simple Rules for Dating a Dragon by Carolyn Sparks. It is book oh. three in the Embraced series. So when I bought this book, I was at the one, uh, at
1: the grocery store as always. Like I just saw it. I literally saw it at the corner of my eye. I picked it up. I put it with the rest of my groceries. And the woman at the end was just like, oh, enjoy that book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that when I bought it. I was like... I will, maybe. <laughs> it says on the cover, caution, I'm hot. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I'd like to come right out and say that this book is not hot. I know we usually save that value judgment for the end, but I'm putting that right up front. I don't really I, we'll have to we'll have to go over this in detail. Yeah. You'll have to jog my memory about that shit. Okay, so here is the official synopsis. Guinnor has a talent An elf able to track down the cause of an illness and heal it, she's a valuable asset to her people. When the kidnapping of a young girl thrusts Gwenoor into the very heart of the realm of the dragons, she discovers not only a place of power and magic, but also a haunted land, plagued by an ancient curse that all but ensures extinction to the royal family. But when she meets the smoldering general Silas Trevenko, they strike a bargain. Save the country from its cursed illness, and he will return the kidnapped girl. She's been raised to never trust a dragon, but never did making a deal with the devil feel so good. <gasps> Silas. <Did I> remember- <laughs> what? Oh,
1: sorry. Oh, there there's, more? Oh, there's more.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were done. <laughs> I know it sounded like it, but wait, there's more. Sounds Sil- <laughs> like the book. I remember that being like, what? <laughs> Didn't we just wrap this up? No. Silas has no way of curing the family he's... Lo- his. Let me try that again. Sorry, really? Silas has no way of curing. Not out loud, shut up! (laughs) Silas has no way of curing the family he's loyally served for years. (laughs) Oi! I'm sure the oi wasn't in there. But when a beautiful elf, long considered the enemy of the dragons, comes bursting into his world, Silas is awakened to passion and desire in a way he's never felt before. But can he trust a sworn enemy to save the very existence he holds dear? Can their love survive those that threaten to tear them apart? Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Oh. Not going to leave you hanging on that one.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boy to spoil it early. <laughs> everyone go home podcast is over (laughs) so this book starts off with gwen visiting her
0: sister and she's kind of an introvert character she's a total introvert so she and her sisters are raised on the isle of rune because they're embraced let's not get into that it's not really that important um (laughs) the big deal is that gwen is an elf what if they want to know rachel (laughs) What if they want to (laughs) know It's all spelled out in the first three pages of the book. Um, yeah, so Gwen's an elf, and nobody likes the elves. And she was raised on this island with her, these other four other women, so they're all kind of like adopted sisters. Um, and now she kind of lives at one of her sisters' palaces. She, like, lives at court. And even there, even though she's you know sister to the queen she still is treated pretty poorly by people around her because she's an elf. So there's a lot of racism going on and then she always feels really shitty about herself so she has like no self-confidence uh and no self-esteem and her- she's an and she's an introvert because of these things and like, yeah she's
1: just she's just been beaten like she's just afraid of constantly being criticized and
0: rightfully so yeah so she keeps to herself um And this is the reason why during her uh, nieces and nephews' birthday party, she walks away from the party with her little three-year-old niece in tow. And the niece gets kidnapped by a dragon. (laughs) Gwen jumps on to the dragon and, like, mid-flight falls off and is captured, or caught, I should say, by a second dragon. Mm. And they fly, and she can hear the dragon's thoughts. And that's like, Super weird. Nobody mm. should able ever be able to hear the dragon's thoughts. Well she doesn't she doesn't
1: know that. Like, she doesn't she, know first, that. But she doesn't the, she doesn't really she thinks he's
0: actually speaking to her. At the uh, beginning. At the beginning. But then it's like it's 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 not a secret that nobody like this is weird for the dragons that the elf can hear them. Mm. And then you know, there's a lot of speculation. Can all elves hear us? And this is important because the uh dragon people, the Norveshki are at war with the elves. (laughs) Uh and it's kind of it's like a thing throughout the book. So when Gwen lands in Irveshka, she's immediately hated on site because she's an elf. So the same bullshit she had to put up with at home, now she's got to deal with in this in in the strange land with no foreign foreign country. Exactly. Mm. Um so like the synopsis says she's kind of blackmailed into helping uh, solve so, the curse that's plaguing this country.
1: So, so essentially they find out that she has the ability to kind of like sense illness. Yeah, that's right? her gift. That's so gift she, can, that was... she can sense illness, but she can't like really
0: pinpoint it. Like she knows the queen is sick, but she doesn't really know why. No, she knows she it's poison. She knows the queen has been poisoned, but that's but all she... she knows. She doesn't know anything yeah, else she did... about it. She doesn't it like how and why the queen is poisoned? Yeah, And the the queen being poisoned is a secret or the fact, even that the, the fact that the queen is ill is kind of kept secret from like everybody in the land. The courtiers know, uh, and the members of the Royal family know, but nobody else knows about this. And it just kind of ends up being really
1: awkward because the queen keeps on trying to steal people's children because she thinks that they are her own children.
0: She's gone crazy. Yes. Her, mm. all of her kids are dead. So the Norveshki have been kidnapping children from, surrounding countries and this is a real problem for and everybody we should, <laughs> and we should also mention that all of her children are
1: dead from this kind of like family this, illness this the curse yeah which is we all which is determined at the very beginning to be poisoned like they were pretty much all poisoned
0: yeah the royal family is sis- being systematically poisoned throughout the generations um yeah so anyway so Gwenor she like makes this deal to stay in Norveshky, norven norveshka Blah. And solve the curse. And Silas, he also believes that the curse is bullshit. And there's like a practical reason for why people are going crazy and his mother died of the curse, blah, blah, blah. He, he's a scientist. Well, he's a general. He just doesn't believe in curses. He, he's pragmatic. He's Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and of course, like they're attracted to each other and the whole book i was really initially really interested because i'm like oh there's like some intrigue here there's a curse um I know, so you even wrote me a text there's some mystery involved like yeah i was kind of interested and then and you're it like i'm actually like, not hating this <laughs> it's it, like halfway through the book you're like oh my god let's get on with it it just it's so i told
1: you and that's what i wrote slow. back and i'm like
0: i remember it being like really boring yeah, because you get halfway through, nothing's fucking happened yet. Yeah. And then it's just the two of that. He keeps trying to come on to her, and she's like, "Oh, we can't be in love because I don't belong here. No one will accept me." Blah blah and, blah. And, he's and like, I'm just dumped and I'm, again. It's and like, I'm just gonna go home and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's like fall in love with the country, and then you find and out s- a s- and s- can speak to their trees. <laughs> she can talk. Yeah, she can speak to their trees. <laughs> She could fucking speak to everybody. Mm. Um, so it's just like when you when they find out that the woman's being poisoned, it's like a l- good portion of the book is held over to just testing all the queen shit to find out where the poison's coming from. Yeah.
1: And wait, wait, wait. Before, prior to that, you have to say that. So the dragons are a secret. The dragons are a secret. And so the dragons are the royal family members.
0: Yeah, so some of the men in this country can turn into dragons. Mm-hmm. And this is a closely guarded secret and everyone's really worried like Gwen thinks she's figured it out and Silas is worried that she's going to learn their secret because if she learns then she can never go home. Yeah. Cuz then, you know, she might spill the beans and we can't have that. And the but the book itself is really cagey about it at the start. And then all of a <laughs> sudden it's not. Yeah, I don't, it's I like, don't really understand. Yeah. From one page yeah. to the next, it's like, oh, I'm being cagey about the truth behind the dragons. It's like, nope, now it's just the two people talking about how they're dragons. It's like, what like exactly. shit, lady?
1: I, like, I didn't get that either. <laughs> I was like, wow, there was, I feel like there was like two chapters missing in this progression here. <laughs> but the thing is, and like Gwen knows from almost the very beginning, too. So it's not like she's she, just hiding the fact that she knows. Well, she knows because she's just full of self-doubt. She doesn't trust herself. Yeah, well, she could have just said, "Are you a
0: fucking dragon?" Because she doesn't know that she'd have to stay there. Exactly. But he never he he doesn't lie to her, but he doesn't tell her everything she needs to know, and that's a real problem for their relationship. Yeah, I don't blame him though. I mean, she's a fucking elf. Fucking elves. <laughs> fucking elves. <laughs> so, so there's this whole story with um, Silas. You find out partway through the book is actually the prince. His brother is the king. And the king is also slowly going crazy. And the king, he's made a side deal with one of the ancient ones. So once upon a time, dragons ruled their land. And then there was an uprising. Blah, blah, blah. Now people rule. But the the king, his name's Petrus. He's actually talking to one of the ancient ones, who turns out ain't dead. And this dragon named Fafnir, he's like, If you do what I say, if you invade your neighboring countries, I can break the curse. And, of course, like, well, that's all, like, you know, he's not to be trusted, but the king is, he's gone crazy, too, from the poisoning. And that whole thing just took so long Long. to play out because... Part Everything way, took
1: so long, way, and even like book, even the
0: plague took so long. Yeah, because probably through the book, you're introduced to a character called the Chameleon, who can like beat anyone he wants. It's like, well, obviously, then this fucking dragon is this yeah. Chameleon guy, who features in the other books in this series, and he's just like a, I, some kind of evil shit disturber who's got yeah. a hard on for one of Gwen's sisters.
1: Yeah, and there's like you you get the feeling after like at the end of the book that he's attached to some more sinister. Yeah, there's plot. some
0: kind of, like, larger plot, I think, to take over the world. Mm. Um, or it, that, doom it to evil, destroy it? I'm not sure either Well, it doesn't matter, honestly. <laughs> Same shit.
1: Misery, <laughs> death, destruction, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Plague, blah, blah, blah. Cured, blah, 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 done.
0: So, like, once the chameleon is sort of introduced as a character, like, not to the reader, but to the other characters in the story, it should be really easy for them to put it together that Fafnir is just this guy yeah. and it ta- that takes too long for people to figure out it's a pro like everything just takes too friggin long in yep. this whole book uh-huh <laughs> yeah i don't disagree with you <laughs> and like, then I re- some things happen too quickly mm-hmm. like uh, one of silas's commanders is this guy dimitri and you find out oh yeah that That Gwen. oh yeah well he's yeah he's got a crush on this other woman who anyway it's like neither here nor there you find out that Gwen is actually Dimitri's cousin and he's always been kind of like indifferent towards Gwen as soon as he finds out they're cousins he's like coming to bat for her yeah it's like yeah yeah
1: where did this come from (laughs) like yeah like dude like maybe you should get to know her a little bit and you're just like yeah it was really it was very strange um the whole pacing of the book, because it was like super fast and then a slog for like 300 oh. pages. Yeah. It's, like, I'm not exaggerating. It's a long book. It's longer than it needs
0: to be for sure. Uh, so are most of the books we read. That's true. Like, like repetition is a common criticism on this podcast. And this yeah. one, the, like the repetitive, this one's repetitive in terms of just the conversations these people have. Oh, I remember that. I remember being like, didn't we just talk about this? But also, it's just like every time Silas and Gwen have an encounter, it's just the same thing. He puts the moves on her. She backs away. He's like, oh, reject it again. It's like, yeah. How, like, how long I guess, are you going to keep putting up with this bullshit? I guess it's
1: to say that dragons <laughs> are persistent. Oh, that was one thing I remember about reading this book is to, I was like, okay, so the theme of the book is basically if a woman says no 50 million times, keep on trying till you get in her pants. Yeah, right just wear her be, down yeah exactly
0: because that's what happens <laughs> he does he wears her down he
1: wears her down and succeeds <laughs>
0: and then they and then
1: they fall in love so and all the they, gentlemen and then out she there, sucks his dick yeah so i would just like to say to all the gentlemen out there this is not the way to do it unless <laughs> you want like a me too moment coming your way <laughs> No means no, guys. Yeah, like, seriously, no means no. If she wants you, uh, she'll either cry regretting it later, or she'll get in touch. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) But even then, like, it wasn't that romantic. In the sense that, like, I didn't really feel a spark between them. Like, I know it has to be there, but I just... Like he
1: saved her at the beginning and that was kind of charming and how they had their little banter, cute little lines here and there at the end because like she recognized certain things in his speech. Like that was kind of cute. But otherwise, no, they I didn't feel like they were hot for one another.
0: No, it's just like, okay, they're both really good looking. That's nice. But and then they kiss finally. And it's kind of gross. Because he ravaged her mouth. Like, oh, I know. Oh, Gross. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> like, and then when they finally have like... sex, it's really dirty. So, like, when <laughs> you... Yes, I remember. <laughs> and am like, this is just coming right out of nowhere.
1: Oh, and then he takes her to that lake. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm
0: like, and didn't they have... They had sex in the water, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, well, I mean, she's brand new to this. That is not going to go well for her. So... <laughs> When like, you're just
1: opening yourself up to like a whole bunch of UTIs and
0: <laughs> all kinds of fun stuff.
1: I mean, she is a healer, so I guess she could just whip shit up to like fix herself. But... Well,
0: it's always the same. It's that one plant that you just granted to a paste. Mm. <laughs> that seems to be a panacea. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Good for what else. Yeah, exactly.
1: Got cancer? Take this plant. <laughs> yeah. Herpes? Oh. Take this plant. <laughs> there you Colt? go.
0: Take this plant. Problem. Cut on your knee? Can take this, plant. take this plant. And that happens in the book. Someone has a cut, and she heals it with that plant. It <laughs> <laughs> is true. Oh my god. So, and then everything just wraps up really nice and neatly at the end. Like, isn't all this can be? So she like gets to the bottom of the curse and finds out that it's systemic lead poisoning. Yeah. And then. While she's in the process of fit, learning that it's there's lead in the crowns. The, so you have, yes. So you have to also, and then there's also the plague that she gets. Well, hears. this is what I'm getting to. So oh, okay. on her way to finding I, out, like literally I, on the way to finding out what's in the crowns. She runs into
1: these tree people or something? No, no. She's
0: remember. there... Um, no, no. They go to are see they- the Yeah, so they go to see the talking trees who tell them that the crowns are full of lead. And then immediately after that, like while they're talking to the trees, the trees are like, Oh, the trolls are here. And then they proceed from the trees to the troll village, where the trolls tell them about the plague. And mm. it's like, now she's got to cure the plague. This poor woman. <laughs> and like- my note is that's not how science works. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> so, the trolls have figured out the plague is transmitted through rat bites. Yeah. So they make a concoction that you drink and the the plague renders make, you infertile. So, so no, so they basically make like a vaccine.
1: Well, it's a drink. Yeah, but it's like it's kind of like a vaccine. Like
0: it's a kinda of, so it's like, well, if you drink this drink, you won't be infertile anymore. I'm like, not how science works. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But also if you drink the drink it prevents you from getting sick I think is also because it's not thing. just
0: people who've gotten sick who are infertile like the infertility is endemic yeah. in their population mm-hmm. and so just drinking this mead based concoction this tincture I feel like I feel like this book would have been better <laughs> if it ended up being like a segue into kind of a children of man kind of because <laughs> right? they are <laughs> headed down that road in this yeah. country yeah <laughs> oh
1: man yeah no i just like the whole troll village and she's like and then, and then and this is where it also slogs a bit is that well this is that's at the end of the book all that shit happens. no i know but here, like I, okay so i'll go back to what i was gonna say before sure i feel sorry for her in the sense that she goes to this fucking so she gets kidnapped trying to save her and then she like save her niece who she loves dearly and then she gets like brought like blackmailed into curing someone that she really was like, I would just rather go home.
0: Yeah. And like
1: misses her family dearly because she's adopted, has major separation issues, anxiety and likes to like basically keep to herself and is forced into all these terrible social situations with people that don't like her. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, she sits there and has to cure a queen, a plague have to, like, deal with all this other shit on the side, figure out her own family relations, and then, like, have to solve, kind of solve a murder. <laughs> <laughs> and also intervene in a murder as well.
0: Yes. Yes, that's right. Because there's murder afoot.
1: <laughs> yes. So I'm like, so I'm like this poor woman. And it's like, and that's all, like, and, I'm, all and it's in like, in a week, in a a week right? Like, <laughs> Inside of a week. Like, <laughs> hell week. Like, and the weirdest thing for a book that slogs so much and you feel like there's nothing's a, happening. There's a
0: lot going on here.
1: I know. But yeah, exactly. You're like, it's all in a week. But I'm like, how can this very packed, stressful week? Be? Heavily
0: plotted book be so boring. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> so anyway, go on about the murder, because I think we need to cover that one.
0: Uh, okay, so there is a plot. Or attempted murder. Yes. Yeah, there's, a, there's a plot to... Uh, kill silas and this is part of a larger plot um by the like circle of five this sort of shady mysterious group of people who want eventually i guess to rule the world like kind of like
1: i kind of picture them as like ring weight race or something like you know (laughs) yeah we
0: don't like we don't know who these people are all we know is that like the king's secretary uh, is being is like he's a spy and he's being paid to try to to get to get people to try to kill silas and then he gets hauled off to the dungeons for attempted murder and then he gets killed in the dungeon and that's when we're introduced to the chameleon character who it turns out another character brody can track so, yeah, so
1: Brody. It, oh, it's like. Brody why doesn't is,
0: Brody track him all the way to the cave where he's been cooling but, his heels all uh, yeah, this time? I know, right? so, no, he's like, well, he's not in the palace anymore. I don't know where he could be. So,
1: it's Brody like you- is. We should introduce, so Brody is a shapeshifter suck, that Brody. usually that flew to Gwen as an eagle to make sure that she was cool, and then basically acts as an intermediary, and, and he, then eventually
0: He hangs changes, out as a dog.
1: Yeah, yeah, changes change into a dog because he can track this motherfucker who apparently he's aware of as well.
0: Yeah, because they've met in an earlier book. Yeah. That's why. So that's why Brody can track him because he knows his scent. Um, but it turns out Brody's not a very good tracker because... The chameleon has been pretending to be this dragon in a cave not too far away. So that doesn't really go anywhere. (laughs) Um, And then you find out, so in the midst of like these murder plots and the curse and the plague, there's this thing that they like intercept this message from the elf kingdom and the like the elf royal family wants gwenor back and it's like why well you know what we don't we never find out why apparently it doesn't matter she's just mm. a pawn well what the hell does that mean a pawn and what again we don't find out none of this matters the wait, book wait, wait, ends wait. and everything's fine
1: wait wait, Rach, wait. Rach, Rach. we have to go to something more um entertaining than this book which is just
0: so much more satisfying so so i'm okay we didn't talk about i'm drinking yeah what are you drinking i'm drinking a harvest ale because i i like fall beers i also like winter beers that is also better than your last choice which was g and t in a can not disgusting it was not disgusting and that's all Uh, i'm going to say about the can g and t but okay if i say to you harvest ale what what do you picture in terms of the beer Pumpkin. But like color, light, dark, is it going to be heavy? Is red. It... It's blonde.
1: Oh, really? Oh, so not, like the leaves.
0: Not what I was expecting. I was like, expecting like a red or a brown beer for well, a it's harvest like, ale, but it's actually well, quite light in color. Birch trees have yellow leaves, so <laughs> like in the fall. That's true. I was just under a whole bunch today. But I just, I just, I, when I poured it out, it was way lighter than I expected, Is it good? Yeah, it's not bad. I guess.
1: Is it? it... So let's write it on a scale. Is it better than this book? Yes.
0: (laughs) It won't take us long
1: to consume. (laughs) So, so essentially what ends up, let's go through this murder thing. And then like what happens in that cave? Okay. Uh, so essentially everybody (laughs) goes, I'm going to try. Okay. We're going to, we're going to try and remember. Okay. Okay. We as in the Royal, we and you, um, they go to track down um, the shapeshifter in the cave who's going to talk to the king and murder the king and draw Silas in, basically using the king as bait. Right?
0: Uh, no. Okay, then you <laughs> go on. <I'm... laughs> so, like, what you're... Uh, how do I phrase this? I don't the... know. How do you phrase it? <laughs> so, you're right. Everybody does go to the cave. Because that's who the king is, and he's gone to talk to the dragon, and they're worried that the king is, like... St- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: nobody can see what you just did. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> Everybody schleps off to the cave because that's where the dragon is. And inside the cave is this like super hot spring that will kill you instantly because it's so hot. But it wasn't, it wasn't... Unless you're a dragon. Unless you're a okay. dragon. But it wasn't it wasn't Fafnir's goal to lure Silas to the cave. Everybody just went there because they're looking for the king.
1: And they know he's going to be there. And he's they
0: know he's going to be there. To... But it's no... There's... Um, these aren't, like, the machinations of Fafnir or the chameleon to lure people to the cave to kill Silas or the king. That's just that's just what ends up happening. So, Fafnir is there talking to the king. Um, there's, like, a little bit of a showdown. Uh, the chameleon slash Fafnir pushes the king into the water. He ends up dying. <coughs> and then... Uh, Fafnir slash the chameleon transforms into an eagle or a bird and attempts to fly out of a hole in the cave mouth. One of the other dragons, like Dimitri, I think, he breathes fire onto the chameleon who dies. Uh-huh. And we're going to get to, we're going to come back to this in a minute. So the important thing about this cave being, having this super duper hot spring inside is that it. Doesn't like dragons are impervious to fire and heat, but because the chameleon is a shapeshifter, he can just take the form of the dragon. He doesn't have the powers of a dragon, so he can't breathe fire, and he is pervious, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Is that actually a word? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. He is vulnerable to fire and heat. Um so this here we go. Do you remember this part? So the king is dead, long live Um, the king, who is now Silas, and then the chameleon is dead. He's a pile of ash on the floor. But then, all of a sudden, a phoenix rises from the ashes and flies out of the cave, off into the wild blue yonder. And I'm like, but wait a minute, if he didn't have the powers of a dragon...
1: Why would he have the powers
0: of of a phoenix? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Can I interrupt for one second?
1: Yes, I'm done. Pervious is a word. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah. Of a substance allowing water to pass through, permeable, pervious rocks. There you go. So not as you were using it, but still a word. Oh,
0: I didn't know it was an actual word. Yeah, there you go. I was just
1: being dumb. (laughs) Well... (laughs) You're being dumb and smart and dumb again.
0: And dumb again. You were using, it, using it incorrectly. Exactly. There you go. Anyway. Uh, no, that was the end of my rant about how badly written this book is, because she doesn't even follow her own goddamn rules. I always find that frustrating. Oh, my God. Yeah. So
1: in the end, they all end up being in love and Silas ends up being king.
0: Yeah, he ends up being king. He marries Gwen. And everybody lives fucking happily ever after.
1: Except for the fact that now they have to deal with her potential family ties in the Elvish kingdom and the yeah, but
0: that, none, none continuation
1: of, that of the next
0: book. <laughs> I guess they're going to pick that. No, because the next book is going to be Sorcia, one of the yes. other sisters. So this whole shit about Gwen being an Elvish princess, that comes out partway Do through this book. you think the Sorsha references is like from Willow? That is exactly what I thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I hear that name, that's the only place I go. But then I was talking with these guys and they mentioned something about a character named Sorsha in this game they were playing. And I'm like, oh, from Willow. And they're like, no, this is an established character from Warhammer 40,000. So not from Willow. So there's like a Sorsha character out there that exists independently of the movie Willow.
1: Well, it's based on Willow. Everything's based on Willow. Of course
0: it is. Because Willow's the best. Mm. We let out
1: oh, use the wand. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Nobody got that joke in Ugh yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I know. And um That so Park.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we Not got there at the true. same time. I'm so glad that we got there so late. <laughs> anyway, so I I think my biggest disappointment of this book is the fact that it had a lot going on. It has some interesting elements. And I think that's the worst part is when a book has like really po- has a lot of potential and then it just fails on like every front because like the sex wasn't there, the romance really wasn't there, the tension wasn't there, and the
0: mystery and intrigue that they try to create, like just falls to bits. Yeah, because it takes too friggin' long. But let's well, talk it's... about the sex. So we finally got well, there, like yeah, everything else in this book. So
1: the sex, <laughs> as I remember it, was. Yeah, as you said, pretty dirty. Like, he basically doesn't she like he do her from behind in like one of the first ones? I can't remember. No, so
0: they he comes on pretty strong. She's a virgin, which never really comes up. I mean, it's mentioned she's like doesn't really have experience with men, but neither one of them really doesn't really hold anybody back,
1: which Mm -hmm. is nice, Which, which is
0: fine. Yeah, you know, and eventually, finally, she's like she wants to explore her passion. So but when they finally kind of like get to have get to the point where she's like, you know what, I really I want you, I'm hot for you, I want to explore these feelings, they're interrupted. So that had that was starting to get kind of passionate, but still stupid because she's like, what are you thinking? He's like, I'm thinking about how sturdy that table is. She's like, well, why is that important? No, I was I mean- like come on, like, I know you're naive and innocent, but... But you're like, not stupid. You're not... A, a horrible, yeah. yeah, you're not stupid. So that was, like, that took me right out of the moment. That was stupid. But they're interrupted, and then it takes a while for them to have sex again, and when they finally do, it's not... It lacks... It lacks the passion that that first in- near-encounter had. It's just dirty. There's no There's no emotion. The, not really it's just they're just going at it and like i'm fine with dirty but in this case it just it was inappropriate it needed to be more sensual i guess like there was a potential for it to be more erotic because this is a sexual awakening for her she's never experienced this before and it's like he rammed into her i think those are the words she uses the words rammed and plowed to describe gwen's first sexual encounter (laughs) so harsh and it's like and it's from her so it's like he plowed into her and you know it hurt for a bit and then it hurt a little less it's like i really hope <laughs> that <laughs> no other woman experiences something quite like this because this is not a good first time <laughs> it's being described on the page
1: well i mean maybe it's realistic because uh I don't know. A lot of women probably don't have the best first experiences. No, maybe I guess most of them don't. So it's just like, it shows his prowess and dragonly dickheadishness. But I, just, I don't know. Again, it's just like, it's there's just, a lot of, so my whole thing is, is that he's supposed to actually care for her. And so yeah. my problem is, so my problem is, is that if you care for someone, you're not just going to plow into them. You're going to be like, are you okay?
0: I would expect it to be more okay. tender. I
1: think that's well, the that's, word yeah, I was and looking that's, for earlier. And that's,
0: And that's what I would say. And and it it doesn't suit
1: the characters. Like, they might be passionate for one another, but you'd think he'd still, because he's supposed to be chivalrous, he saved her at the beginning to be like, Are you okay? Like, I want to make this feel good for you. Or not even like, you know, there, I mean, as much as there should be consent, we all like this, but at the same time, there's like, there should be some concern for her well being.
0: Exactly. Because he's, this like this isn't new to him. He's had lots of sex, and I just expected him to be more uh, in tune with her yeah. and care more about how this experience is for her because he knows that she's a virgin. I think the word you're looking for is empathetic. Empathetic, yes, and then tender, <laughs> as I said earlier. Hmm. So, but not pervious. But not pervious. <laughs> no. <laughs> And then, so, they do, I guess they do it a couple of times. And then the next day, yeah, they go to a spring, and... He takes her to, to he make takes sure her, that she's safe. Yeah, and then he... Well, Dumps her and leaves her. <laughs> no, he, like, goes down. Does he go down on her? Or does he finger her in the spring? No, I think he, like, actually goes down on her underwater, and she's, like... Oh, is there a way that I can make you feel this good? He's like, "Yeah, there is, baby." And then he like just hoists himself out of the water with his dick hanging out, and he's like, "You can suck on that." <laughs> <laughs> like again, not really the tender, caring moment between lovers that I would have
1: expected. From maybe maybe when they're really comfortable with each other down the road and they know that they like that, but
0: yeah, the For, whole again like, first timer here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe suck my cock. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much exactly what he says to her. <laughs> it's
1: like, it's like <laughs> Team America. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I do not want you to fuck my mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So after they have sex, then the book ends. Because that's like right at the end of the book. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm uh and everything no
1: they go back
0: well they go so the reason that they so they the queen dies very publicly and uh in his madness the king blames blames gwen and so they run off to a cabin in the woods to escape like this angry crowd
1: did we establish that the jewelry was what was making the queen and everybody, goes crazy. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I, I might've mentioned it, that the the crowns have lead in them. So it's yeah. this long term lead poisoning that's mm-hmm. been driving the royal family crazy. Crazy. And the, lead poison-
1: and the lead was, and this is like a generational thing because the lead was given to them by, or the jewelry was given to them by like a certain person. I can't remember.
0: By the dragons. Yes.
1: Yes. So it's like, it's like hundreds or thousands it's of a years. It's of- 500 years
0: old. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's so, yeah. all about. So the curse is just the dragons being dicks. Yes, because the dragons didn't. So the dragons gave up rulership um, so they could be lazy and, the, and humans would rule themselves. The dragons, it was just like a play by the dragons. They're like, ah, you know what? They're being, they're kind of getting uppity and unruly. So like, we'll let them say that they can rule themselves, but we're really just going to poison them. But it's just taking too long. Well, I mean, if you're a dragon, they expected them to die out a lot faster. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you lived a long time, I mean,
1: that's a good ploy.
0: Yeah, but I guess the dragons didn't expect to all get killed Mm. in the dragon uprising because the humans who can turn into dragons—they're descended from these original guys who were saved from death by a dragon, so they have like they're part dragon, and that's why they can change into dragons. It all makes perfect sense. Absolutely. <laughs> so the book, titled Eight Simple Rules for Dating a Dragon, a okay. little misleading. Yeah, they have the rules in there, but they're terrible. Well, the rules, it's just like, it's just Silas attempting to be cute. And yeah, they it's have... A, it's, it's
1: a to pick her yeah, up. Yeah,
0: so the book really isn't about any of that shit. The book is about her trying to fix everything that's wrong with this kingdom in a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, and essentially doing a better job than anybody else did. <laughs> yeah, in the so, last
0: 500 years. So <laughs> essentially, I think
1: she earned her rulership as <laughs> she,
0: queen. She sure hell did. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and that's that's really it. I mean, do you have, do you have anything to say about this one? Um, no, like I just, as I said, I, I liked the first part. I thought it had intrigue. And then it just peters out, and nothing happens, and then everything happens all at once, and then the book is over. So yeah. hot or not? Not hot. I said that at the start, and I'm going to say yeah. it again. Not hot.
1: I'm going to say I don't remember. <laughs> assume that it I would, wasn't I would, hot. I, I know. I would assume that no. No, it wasn't.
0: Uh, but it might surprise you to know that this book has a 4.21 rating on Goodreads you know why why because it's a fantasy and fantasy geeks are gonna love that shit well everyone like all the like four and five star reviews are all people who've read her previous series mm-hmm. and they read the first two books in this series and they're right. like they yeah uh, so maybe it's like a world
1: building thing maybe like they're they're all in because of that and then also maybe they're like kind of Hedging the fact that they've invested so much time
0: in this. Or maybe all of her books are like this and it's just what they like. I don't know. But here, I found a two-star review. This bums me out. (laughs) I just didn't love this at all. There wasn't enough dragon in this dragon book, despite the title. Also, the plot and romance were very slow moving. The latter being almost non-existent, despite good chemistry between the main couple. I felt like we were going around in circles in slow motion and never really getting anywhere. Yeah. As, as I said earlier, more romance could have made up for a lot of my issues with this book, but they just circle around each other, repeating the same shit over and over again, <laughs> pretty much the whole book. <laughs> also, despite the fact that Gwen has gifts, she barely uses them uses them for much of anything at all. And what's the point of giving a character a special power if you never allow them to actually use it for anything? <laughs> She's got a point. Or they have a point. Uh, yeah. And then, but everyone else just friggin' loves the book so so we're wrong again no i think everyone else is wrong no we're definitely in the right because other people like even though they love this book it's like yeah you know some maybe it's a little slow or it's like it's a slow burn it's like no this there's no there's no No. burning at all this is this fire is dying out blade runner the latest blade runner that was a slow burn (laughs) yeah Very slow burn, but But still, but it was satisfying. We were building towards something. (laughs) This is just nothing, 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 and then everything happens, and then we're done. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I tried to find some other, uh, uh, bad reviews, but even here's one that's three stars. Not as good as the first two books. That's all, but still three stars. So, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. that's all I got for you
1: that's all I got so I guess this has been Shelly
0: this has been Rachel and yeah I don't know keep it sexy I guess
1: yeah I guess like just don't go for those dragons that will like plow into you
0: (laughs) I mean if maybe you like that but if it's your first time maybe not (laughs) maybe maybe save the dragon for when you're a little bit more experienced
1: yeah exactly (laughs)
0: So I have fun other stuff going on. What's going on here? Let me stop the recording off the record
1: off the record.